listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Podcasting to you from Edmond, Oklahoma, where I am pretty sure my life is faster than my internet connection. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And podcasting from Piedmont, Oklahoma. Uh, coming off of a couple rounds at Lake Heft- Hefner Golf Club, I'm Andrew Hoffman. Oh, there you go. That's uh, that's my brother's favorite club. I really like it. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, right there on the lake, yep. and you can play for nine bucks. Yep. It's it's like going back in time. It's awesome. Yeah. That's my, uh, that's my spot, though. Uh, not the, well, the golf course, too, but I ride my bike around the... Uh, the old uh, lake. Try I try to about once a week or so. Nice, but yeah, it's like just over. It's like eight, I can't remember. It's eight and a half or nine miles. I haven't gone in a few weeks. It's been a little cold, but uh, yeah, I love that. And I and then you ride kind of through the golf course there. It's always nice and quiet. I've encountered many bucks and, and deer going through that little spot there early in the morning. I believe it. Yeah, you go through there about. Five six in the morning, all of a sudden, there's a buck just standing there staring at you. It's like, don't mind me, just riding my bike. Yeah, I went down there. It was about four in the afternoon, so I barely had time to squeeze in nine holes. Sure, yeah. And there was there was still a ton of people out there and a lot of kids. Like it's good to see kids playing golf, learning golf. For sure. That is one thing I see a or, lot here. Or doing anything, literally anything outside. It was good to see. So, Yeah. I, I see that a lot here, but we, you know, it's like a neighborhood that lives on a golf course. So I think, I think it's a class. I think there's a bunch of kids out there for a class on certain days. I get home and they're all practicing on the putting green and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, I might as well get into it a little bit. I uh, I got a job this last week. Uh, started a couple weeks ago, actually, doing mortgages here in Oklahoma. So 
who knows if it'll work out, but, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing with a lot of my time these days. It's, uh, it's interesting. My wife and I had post-traumatic stress disorder about me working because it meant that I would be gone like 10 to 12 hours per day (laughs) in, uh, in my previous job, but it's not necessarily the case here. It's, uh, I've actually never been in the office past much past, I think it was four or so. So it's a short, nice short day. So, uh, I'd probably do some work from home and, and be, be available type of deal. So, uh, another commission sales job has to do with the uh, real estate market, which interestingly enough, around here, there's been some changes, but it's not as crazy as other parts of the country, you know? Yeah, I feel like there's still got to be the people that can finally get rid of their house elsewhere and then basically just buy a house outright and they don't care what the interest rate is in Oklahoma. Tons. Tons of that. And and to be honest, though, like the average ha- home sale price in uh, Oklahoma County, which is not you, but most of Oklahoma City, uh, yeah. it's $250,000. So yeah. $250,000. And people around the country are like, what? If you listen to the show, <laughs> But, it, you know, the difference between a loan at $200,000, difference between a two, you know, 3% loan and 5 6% loan, it's not great, but it's not insurmountable. <laughs> Right. You, you know what I yeah. mean? When, when you're buying a seven hundred to $700,000 house or a million dollar house, the difference between 3% and 6% interest rate is really hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, would you like to pay well, six or seven if, grand for your mortgage payment? No? Yeah. Uh, if you're needing to put 95% of it in the mortgage too, I mean, it's yeah. a little yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. When you're, if, you can put, if you have the, a certain amount of money, it's a higher percentage on a lower priced house. So you get a better rate and everything like that. So who knows, you know, I've, uh, I've made some good calls. I've made some bad calls, uh, selling in Seattle when I did, I think was a really good call. Uh, I made some money on silver a while back. Good call. Buying a bunch of GME stock, not a good call. Uh, I made some AMC, I made a little money on AMC. I haven't bought any Bitcoin. Yeah, no, you just had me buy it just in time for it to crash. I never told oh. you to buy it. I I, <laughs> I got all hyped up and you bought it, and then I, as soon as you bought it, I was like, ah, "Kiss of death, we're done." This is <laughs> yeah, it. That's, that's, that's wise on your part. I never tell anybody to do anything. <laughs> never, ever, ever. Because I just feel I even had a neighbor. He's like, "Which stock should I buy?" I was like, "You should mm. ask someone else." He's like, "What? Come on, man! You look at this stuff all the time." I'm like, "I know, man, but I'm not going to tell you what to buy." He's like. I was like, first off, it's illegal. Second off, I don't want that on my on my conscience. But anyway, uh, I got this uh, license last year. I actually worked really hard to get it. So I was applying for jobs and praying about it. And I was applying for a lot of different software and kind of tech jobs. And uh, like I said, I just kind of prayed about it. And the Lord, I felt like, kind of led me to, to apply at this place, which was, you know, the interview process instead of, uh, and I've talked, told, we've already talked about this on the show a couple times, but instead of here's a personality test, here's a, uh, aptitude or intelligence test, uh, we'll email you in three to four days and you could just wait. Uh, they called me and they were like, novel, novel idea. Yeah, it was weird. And so then they're like, Hey, we want you to interview. And so I said, sounds good. Let's, let's interview. And they said, yeah, let's do it tomorrow at one. Sounds great. 
and I hang I hang up the phone and uh well, my battery's running low, I gotta plug this laptop in. But uh I <laughs> I tell my wife, I'm like, Yeah, I gotta interview them, you know, tomorrow at one. She's like, Oh, okay, we can make time for that. Da, 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 da. We're like just moving about our day and then I, I circled back to it. I'm like, Yeah, you know, later in the day, I'm like, I gotta leave. I'm thinking I'm probably gonna leave at like noon just to make sure I'm on time and make sure I know the way. I mean twelve thirty at the latest, but she's like, What? I was like, I, I gotta go to the interview. She was, it's in person? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's in person. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're going to get this job. They're going to offer you the job. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was no. like, yeah. Yeah. It's probably, Zoom. Yeah. No, it's pretty yeah. likely. So, yeah, actually meeting people in person. And uh, all I can say is they're awesome. I took the job. I won't say too much about them, but I took the job because my boss is awesome and uh, a Christian, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm excited about it. Uh, haven't really made any money yet, but that's not how these things work. And I'm not gone like a ton. I pretty much can still do a lot of my stuff. I'm, I'm shipping packages in the evening these days. So that's that's what my life has been like lately. And uh, I just want to warn everybody straight up. Like, I've been doing a lot of thinking about stuff and kind of the direction of the show and everything. And I'm going to try to kind of bring my stuff that I bring with the podcast, like, uh, you know, your Jimmy Dore clips or some of your funny clips or even some of your outlandish stuff. But... I might be bringing more other stuff, man. I might just be bringing like pot, like like my own experiences, like encouraging people to work out, like you know, lifting or getting you know, getting some sun. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. I might change, not not completely, but I think it's gonna. It's my percentage of what I'm gonna bring is. I just don't know how much more <laughs> I can focus on this insanity that's going on and not that I won't, but I think I might dial it back a little bit and bring other stuff. So hopefully you're okay with that. And the listeners are too, but I am excited for the year. I think it's going to be going to be awesome. Well, let's not go to my story about real estate values to suffer. If negative population trends continue. (laughs) No, it's fine. So someone, uh, Igor chewed off on Substack, did an evaluation of that. But, sure. Uh, no, that's we cool. Will, I, we, we can this, cover this stuff This is like kind that. of the, the uh, I don't know if, maybe I shouldn't say his name, who, who told you that uh, you don't buy a house yet. There's going to be a lot of people dying off and they'll get cheaper. <laughs> no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, and I, 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 st- I still hold that that may be true. But uh, like I said, I prayed a lot about this, and I have to hedge hedge my bets somehow. The uh, resale game was is is just not quite enough for our, our family. So it's like, what am I yeah. going to do? What else? What else is out there? And I was led to this, and maybe I was led to this to work there for four months and then find a, another cool job or something. I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying I know the future in any way, shape, or form. And uh, I well, I listen, I, I listen to what that man says, and uh, I. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. On a, on a, on a semi-related note, I, I have another story, but go ahead. Well, they're still, they're still building. They're having to work a little tougher to sell them than they were when it was like, they didn't even have to, like the house that we bought was never listed. Yep. It was, yep. It was like, uh, well, you didn't get the one you applied for. Someone, someone uh, you know, send in a, an offer for it 10 minutes before you did, but we're building one just like it around the corner. Do you want that one? You and, know. and here's the thing. I don't, 
I, I will sleep well at night because I don't. I won't do anything that's at all any type of. Uh, you know, I've done, I, if I can do it in car sales, I can definitely do it in mortgages where I'm not doing anything at all shady. And this also why I, I started to work at this place because they're the same way. But when it comes down to it, man, like at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a house, and that's the average. Even if the values drop, I mean, how much are they going to drop? Even if they drop like a whopping twenty five percent, which is unprecedented, it's not that much. Well, <laughs> in this market, it's just not that much. Yeah, I mean, and you you're selling to people that are actually like living in the house. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, these are people who want to buy a house. It's you're not, not selling like, to BlackRock. Yeah, <laughs> BlackRock's just getting their money directly from the Federal Reserve and sure. Just, well, I'm also you know. most likely not going to be selling to people who have like eight houses and Airbnb them all out like you have in Seattle sometimes. So right. anyway, it it's neither here nor there. I'm excited about it. I think it'll be it'll be good. But uh, have you noticed you don't get out that much? You don't get out as much. So I'm driving a lot now. Uh, is anybody else out there noticing car wrecks? I'm noticing a lot of car wrecks. I actually watched a car. It was yesterday. I watched a lady run into the back of a trailer and flip her car upside down and slide it across the road. Like, yeah, I got out of the car and opened the door for her. I was like the first one on the scene. She was completely oh, wow. disoriented. I couldn't get the passenger side door open. So I pried the driver door. And... But I don't know. You think it was a, of accident or I don't know. Else? She was in complete shock trying to analyze anything. I mean, she was, she was, she was not, she was not there. She was sitting on her roof in an upside down car when I opened the door. I was like, "Do you want? Do you want to get out?" She was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I, I think, yeah, it's fine." She think, somebody told her, "Like, don't let, don't ever get out, don't ever get out." And I was like, "She doesn't have any. She's not bleeding. She doesn't have any broken bones. Like, I think, I think she can get out." This guy's like, "No, no, just sit there." And then he like talks to her for a few minutes, and she's like, "I, I think I want to get out." <laughs> so he, yeah, he helps her out. I didn't, I didn't want to argue. I didn't know enough about it, but. I don't know. I'm just starting to see some accidents, and maybe it's just because I'm out more. It could just be because I'm out more. So, but the accidents are definitely a consideration. Well, I wasn't planning to start with this one, but it's I've right, got a, it's all I've right. Got a clip. I, on, I threw a uh, wrench in everything by starting off with that. I didn't even everybody at home. I didn't even warn Andrew that I was going to do that. So he. So it's this is about planes, not cars. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But, and this uh, is real. Uh, Tucker talks to Teresa Long, which we've played clips from her before, mm-hmm. um, about the FAA change to pilot or to pilot heart abnormality screening. And yet, here's something pretty amazing that happened without much notice at all, without any explanation publicly. The FAA just made a major change in the health requirements for pilots with heart damage. The FAA has significantly broadened the acceptable EKG range for commercial pilots. Steve Kirsch reported this on his Substack. Now, the change now allows people with injured hearts, cardiac injury, to fly. Now, the FAA made this change last October just after the vaccines were rolled out and made mandatory. Why? Well, we reached out to the FAA today for an explanation. They claim they, quote, follow standard processes based on data and science, whatever that means. Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long is an Army flight surgeon. She joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thank you so much. Uh, for coming on. So this, you know, raised some red flags, I would say, for people, given what's at stake in commercial air travel. Why do you think the FAA did this? It's very obscure because extending the PR interval 
from um, the acceptable range of 120 to 200 milliseconds to 300 milliseconds um, does not improve safety. And I would like to see the data and the research that they based that decision on. In aviation, we are a data-driven um, institution and everything centers around risk mitigation. So making that um, broader actually puts the, the public at greater risk of a, of a pilot having um, a cardiac event that didn't get caught because um, they've extended that range. So, I mean, that's inexplicable. Everything the FAA does, as you just said, has to be designed with one goal in mind, and that's the safest possible flight, commercial, military pilot. I mean, and pilots think that way. So there is no way, in your opinion, as a flight surgeon, that this change, whatever its cause, could make air travel safer. No, and in light of the emerging and overwhelming data that is showing the uh, cardiac damage from COVID and the COVID vaccines on cardiac um, muscle, I can't imagine why they would make this move. And I think it's a question that really should be taken to um, Dr. Uh, Susan Northrup. Um, she's the senior flight surgeon for the FAA and ask, uh, what, what data they use to support this, and I think it only undermines aviation safety. If you realize that um, in the military, pilots receive an EKG every year, whereas um, for commercial air, they receive it at 35 and then at 40 and every year annually after age 40. So those are, you know, very... We hardly see them um, to begin with in terms of, uh, you know, a five-year gap in there. And right. so. Right. So, I mean, this so is, this you is baffling. You could stop it there. There's, that's pretty much it. I mean, so, she had a mean lag. It made, it made, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made it hard, yeah. hard, sound like it was kind of hard to listen to. But. Come on, Tucker. Get the, yeah. get the podcast figured out. I didn't have time to. Edit or no, I don't expect you to. Here, but I, but I, I couldn't tell what was happening for a while. I was like, why is this so hard to listen like to? I was like, you oh, know, we're, is we're horrible. also not running the highest rated cable television news show here. So, yeah, you'd yeah. think they'd be able to figure it out. But, sure. Uh, well, I mean, if you lift all your ideas from no agenda, it's kind of <laughs> tough. So, it, we got a couple Tucker things. I, well, you know, so, he's so doing some good stuff. But the, we have a friend from Canada. He might well. To, to, that's why I I brought the clip because yeah, he. That we just we will use now. the we'll use the Adam Curry method of a source known to us who would know. Uh, said that pilots were being were not being seen in person for physical exams. So this is kind of along uh, along that line. But with the FAA rather than Canada, interesting. First, we had the the cyber incident that shut down plane travel in both the U.S. and Canada. That was really weird. Yeah, and then there was on the east. I think Coast. that happened after our last show, right? Or yes. we just didn't talk about it. Or yes, and yeah. then there was yeah, and then there was like planes scrambled on the east coast. Yeah, like fighter planes. Fighter planes, screen. exactly. Yeah. So s something beyond what 
people were told, which was, oh, it was a computer glitch, fat finger, stupid, you know, computer geek, messed up and shut down plane travel for the entire country. Sure. Uh, So there was that incident, but then this goes back further, and I think in some ways is more concerning, where I think that's just a scam to get more funding for the FAA. But this is a realization of, oh, look, everyone's EKGs are worse than they were before. What changed? Oh, the mandatory vaccine. Well, we can't have that, so just change the requirements, which is not a great solution. No. And it's not like no one's having actual heart attacks and the requirements were just too too strict. Uh, like the first comment on the Steve Kirsch story about it was my neighbor's a Delta pilot and he died suddenly in you know, early 40s, left two kids and his wife behind. Delta told him, get the vaccine, you'll get, uh, you know, four days of pay for for no work if you get the vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> not, not exactly worth it. And uh, so, well, I don't know where I don't know where to go next. We, you got anything else on that? No, front? just either the transportation or. No, I have I have no idea. I, what, it reminded me of the Facebook situation. It's actually much much bigger than the Facebook situation, but it just the cover story made no sense. Right. Yeah. It just it, the whole the whole cover story yes. of Facebook going down for yeah, the whole they, day yep. made no sense at all. There were people locked out of Facebook, couldn't get in. There was something weird going on there. And this is the same way I feel about this FAA thing. Yeah, there's... Because, you know, like big nationwide outage, it's... You know, they, they keep talking, oh, the power grid. Oh, look, this place lost power, so we need a national power grid. It's like, it's well, like every, national, together, every national system that you hook to the internet is vulnerable too. So let's not, not do that. But, uh, yeah, as far as the accidents thing, I hear like, cause I'm, I'm close to the Northwest expressway and there have been quite a few pretty bad wrecks, like close enough where I'm hearing the sirens. And this morning there was fire truck and ambulance went to the house across the street from me. That, mm. that wasn't, uh, a vehicle-related thing. Right. I don't know what was going on, but well, you know, if we if we it, it's it's totally anecdotal. Uh, I am definitely yeah. out of the house more than I was the previous six months or so. So it's definitely anecdotal. But if, if anybody else has kind of noticed an increase in car accidents, um, well, judging from my car insurance premiums going up by forty percent for no reason on my end, I would say it's more than anecdotal. That's bizarre. My, my, mine went down this last month. Hmm. Weird. So, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It's uh, just something to keep an eye on, I guess. Yeah. That's what I get for doing business with the gecko. I, I can't trust that shifty little creature. Cousin to the chameleon. Kids love the gecko, though, man. Oh, they do. It's like, yeah, like when the gecko comes on TV, it's yep. like my daughter points it out. They love gecko. that thing. Yep, it's a gecko. 
customers for life. Oh. All right. Well, I don't want to go with that next. Let's see. Uh, Demar Hamlin and uh, that kind of heart attack died suddenly thing. Uh, Peter McCullough, man. It, you know, I see there's some like, oh, Peter McCullough's really bad uh, narrative out there, but I don't think so. I think he's, he just kind of like genuinely woke up more and more throughout this whole thing. And now he's, he's not holding back. And he brought up a point about the DeMar Hamlin, you know, cover, story. which was blamed on Commodio Cordis. Mm-hmm. And he says, the reason it never happens to football players is because of the shoulder pads and breastbone protector. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's, that's you a good get, point. Why didn't I think of that? You get a helmet in the chest all the time. It's like a normal part of the game. And, yeah. you know, this is not... There's a reason it's never happened to an NFL player before. And it's the age thing, which we pointed out, and the fact that the equipment is designed to protect against that from happening. So, yeah. And this was not the most vicious no. blow to the chest you've ever was, seen. No, you know. I mean, it's, it's, uh, more often what you see is the person, you know, lowering their head into someone's chest is the one that gets hurt because of the, you know, their neck, neck yeah. getting hurt. So, and there wasn't even enough room in the, the space to hit, uh, yeah, it was. No, it's he, just he's, a, he's already kind of holding them before he hits them again. You yeah, know what it I mean? was a, a, a very routine play. I mean, it, yeah. no one would be like, "Oh, is everyone okay?" You know. Yeah, that's a great point. That. I don't know why yeah. I didn't think of that either. I played football all the way through high school. That's a when you put the shoulder pads on, man. It's you're you know it's hanging down to your belly almost. I mean, it's, it covers the whole front, the whole yeah. frontal chest area. Unless you're Ed McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Legend. Yeah. Right? Like four people would get that reference. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey had a father who played in the NFL, and he wore the smallest shoulder pads ever ever seen. So. It was... Do you remember when they had the leg pads? Like, they don't even have the leg pads anymore. <laughs> the giant thigh pads? Yeah. yeah. Like, they're running, like oh. your skill players don't even wear the thigh pads anymore. I think the some of the guys on the line do, but. Yeah. Anyway, well, and the and the uh, linebackers with like the giant neck pads sticking out the yeah the, the back. Br- Those Brian cool Cox too. and Brian Urlacher <laughs> look. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I I thought that was a good point. I wanted to make sure we pointed that out. And he goes through specifically how the vaccine can cause this exact phenomenon. So he says. In professional athletes, many of the causes of primary cardiac arrest for a man his age have already been ruled out because the athletes are so heavily evaluated and scrutinized before they're ready to play. So the leading cause of an athlete having a cardiac arrest on the field is hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, and that is a memorable thickness of the heart. I don't know if memorable is the right word or transcript is wrong, but... He acknowledged that other congenital conditions or rare syndromes could be at play, but added, I think what is looming large and the reason why there's was so much emotion, the elephant in the room that 
no one could bring up until I brought it up yesterday on national TV as the first public figure is COVID-19 vaccination. McCullough cited increasing evidence that the vaccines can cause heart damage, particularly among men. There are now more than 200 peer-reviewed studies on COVID-19 vaccine-induced myocarditis. Two papers, uh, Mansangwan and Lepesic, have given us the point estimate of about 2.5% of people sustain heart damage when they take the vaccine. He said, eh, that'd be about 2% of the doses are the real bad ones. That's about, about my estimate there. Uh, in more than half of heart damage cases, there are no initial symptoms, but according to McCullough, a scar is formed in the heart. That scar is readily identified by MRI, and that scar becomes the setup for an abnormal electrical rhythm that circulates around the scar. It's called ventricular uh, tachycardia, and then it degenerates into ventricular fibrillation causing the sudden adult death syndrome it's the leading thinking of what's happening with athletes on the field so this is not only is the commodio cordis thing not a slam dunk explanation it's very unlikely and he's as a cardiologist saying here's what the vaccine could be doing that's causing this to happen so it's not like it's got to be the vaccine because we have no other explanation it's like well no this is what damage it's causing and what that in turn causes but no it's just what was it fauci said very mild and very um just always self uh self-fixing you know myocarditis just the, it's like the good kind it's like basically a good thing for your heart yeah yeah yep Everybody knows the best way to fix car engines to put really, really thick oil into it. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't get clips this week, but um, I heard an interesting interview on the Extreme Health Radio podcast. They were replaying some of their greatest hits that I never heard. And the guy was emphasizing the... Uh, lymphatic system okay and its impact on the circulatory system and the heart and everything else so it's kind of like how doctors get you know whatever one hour of teaching on nutrition throughout med school Mm -hmm. he said they get about 45 minutes on the lymphatic system but you've got more volume in the lymphatic system than in your cardiovascular system it's like it's an important it's it's important. So it was uh interesting interview. I'll try to maybe get some clips or some more research on that subject. And um it reminded me of a section from a book I'm rereading and I talked about it before, but the uh How to Fix Lyme Disease book. His like first step, you know, before anything else is he just calls it drainage and basically your body has to be able to deal with all the stuff that's going on whether it's parasites or toxins or whatever else Um, it's got to be able to cleanse itself more or less so there's a uh, something for your liver 
The acronym is TUDC, or that's shortened to TUDCA. Teroxosodiooxycholic acid. And he found it as uh, weightlifters use it to help their livers when they're taking a bunch of steroids. Right. It helps your... Have you heard of it? No. But I've I've heard of a drug that you take during... I didn't know that it was called. So it's good for uh, Lyme disease folks and anyone if you're having lymphatic system issues which this this other interview i i listened to the guy's like if you live in america you have a screwed up lymphatic system it's just <laughs> pretty much impossible to avoid whatever do you mean uh and that's between what we eat um sitting all day staring at a screen while you're standing the few times you're standing up you're staring down at a phone like all there's a, a whole bunch of different factors, almost like it's, you know, like we're being poisoned on purpose type deal. But uh, so we got to got to go to the standing desk. The standing desk is the elite solution to the sitting all day. I am. I had a standing desk at my well current job, but when I actually worked at the office, you had a standing desk. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't now. Yeah. But I, you know, I work from home so I can get up a lot. Yeah, so it's always, always crucial. I was gonna say, um, we need a, we need a, we need a, a copper update. I have people asking me, family members okay. and friends of the show, asking me, "Hey Tim, how's the copper going?" And it's like, well, I mean, this is really Andrew's baby, and yeah. I am not taking the copper. If you want to talk about what's a, you know. What, how's the working out every day or trying to work out every day going? That's that's a question I can answer. But this, the copper thing was your deal. So we need a copper update. I have a friend of, a, of the show who swears that they have noticed a little bit of hair growth return after using yeah. copper for a long period. Yeah, I guess all those uh, like regrow your hair products, mm-hmm. they, they put a bunch of copper in them. Really? Yeah. So you can just get the copper and save yourself the <laughs> save yourself the money. But the uh, so I put um, what I put in my coffee in the morning. I put some MSM like sulfur stuff. Yep. I put uh, I'm up to probably I don't know six or seven drops of the copper in each cup and then uh some iodine okay is that in the coffee too yeah in the coffee too and it it doesn't taste great i'm not i was gonna say i'm shooting i want you to shoot me straight but this coffee sounds terrible yeah yeah so well you gotta you gotta sweeten it up or cover up the taste a little bit so i you know put some tried various things to to put in there the, um, the the uh, copper I, guy, the guy who who was pushing it, he puts like uh, brown sugar in there, mm. in like French press coffee. But I don't know. I'm not. I wouldn't ruin my I coffee. Do. I'd rather go plain and just gag for a minute than go ruining my coffee. The coffee is an important drink. Well, yeah, you could do. You could just you know take it with water and then enjoy your coffee. That's 
viable option. Yeah. I, but uh, another another note, uh, please. Uh, in a, let me interrupt for a second, but I want to get back to your your reactions. So I was talking to a friend of the show, Steve, my buddy Steve, up there in the in Seattle. And we got a chance to visit when we were up there. It's like literally the only person I got a chance to visit. So sorry, people that reached out. I apologize. Everybody, as we talked about, there was like some sickness and it was a little odd. But anyway, uh, he can't get it. You can't get copper on Amazon in your state, in, in the state of Washington. He tried to oh, buy really? it and it says it's not allowed in your state. Hmm. He tried to buy the same bag from Amazon, I think that you bought or whatever, or a similar one, and was not able to get it. And I'm not sure if, he, but it just said something like not available in your area. So then he went around to garden stores because supposedly you put it on your plants. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find any. Everybody was sold out. Yeah, it's. Oh man, it's the it's the big thing on the Facebooks. Is it? It's, oh I mean, yeah. But but again, Andrew, <laughs> is GameStop the big thing on Twitter, or is it just because I was interested in GameStop and now GameStop is shoved in my face? Is copper really a big thing on on Facebook, or are you being fed that algorithm? But yeah, he he, he said he couldn't get it, which I thought was kind of bizarre. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, we could probably work something out. Let oh, me, for sure, for sure. Know. But uh, but I, I just yeah, didn't the, know Inslee and Bill Gates in you know in co or I have like a twenty year supply at this point with like a five pound bag, so it's <laughs> getting getting better at the making it without making a mess in the kitchen process and all that. So how bad is your iodine? Because I have been told that some of the more healthy iodines. I'm not even gonna lie; I don't know the differences, but the the worse it tastes. The better, so the, the more elite versions or yeah, so powerful versions are pretty L- bad. Taste. Lugol's iodine was recommended, mm-hmm. and but I just got one from that sounded kind of decent, like from I think it was just from Sprouts or wherever. Oh yeah, yeah, I think you gave me that, and I I, I had my own, so I gave it back. Uh no, that was different. That was okay. yeah, hydrogen peroxide or something for. But uh, no, you gave me both. You gave me hydrogen peroxide. Oh, I gave you some. Yeah, you iodine. gave me the iodine. It was sealed, but I didn't. I gave it back because I had my some of my own. I had a batch that was mixed by an old neighbor of mine. She was insistent. I talked about her on the show before. She lost a baby to some sort of strange placenta situation about mm. after being around vaccinated people. But she was big on the iodine. She like cooked up her own iodine. <laughs> so yeah. So the. If you listen to even like alternative health stuff from 10 years ago, mm-hmm. they're saying copper's bad. You're right. copper toxic. You need iron. Right. Supplement iron. So it's absolutely true that your body needs a lot of iron. But the part that I didn't know and that I think most people don't know is and I don't remember the exact amount of iron that your body uses in a day, but only 5% of that iron is from stuff that you're consuming. 95% is recycled iron that your body, because your body retains iron, but copper gets flushed out. And that's like kind of the whole idea behind it is that you're, you're taking copper not so that you get a lot of copper in your system, but that it will flush out um, 
lots of bad stuff. Mercury, um, you know, it, and it can also take iron and uh, it could also take good stuff like zinc out of your system too. Um, but the idea is most of us have way too much bad stuff in there and the copper helps detox detox all that so you you have to kind of supplement um make sure you're supplementing a little bit of zinc and stuff if you're taking a lot of copper i had a very close friend up there in uh seattle and he actually had to do bloodletting if you can imagine (laughs) but he had too too thick he had so much iron in his blood and this was this was a pre-vaccine situation. This wasn't anything yep. related to the vax, but he had uh, he would get sick and then he would have like panic attacks. I think it was affecting him mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he was finally they figured out like his iron was just like off the charts all the time. So he had to have blood. Like I said bloodletting kind of as a joke because that's what they did in the the olden days for the medicine. <laughs> but they actually had to take get the leeches. Yeah, they actually had to get get some of the blood out so they they started withdrawing blood and it, he, he had some improvement i haven't spoke to him uh well i have but just not about that so i don't know what the status is but it weird that you say that we can build up iron in our bodies and it doesn't really go anywhere it's recycled no, he, like you're saying and to think that he because he that I, that makes some sense because he explained to me the issue is there's no other way to get rid of it other than right Maybe maybe he should just start snorting lines of copper. Maybe that's the the solution for him. Yeah, copper would <laughs> copper would probably help him out a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, you know, like anything else, I think it always gets people get into it, and then that's like the one thing that's going to solve all your problems, and it's never really true. Right. Uh, but I do think it's a, I think it's a good thing, and I think some of the. Um, you know, I've this guy Morley Robbins, and then the, the copper guy that I've talked about quite a few times on on here. What's oh, what's his name? Um, Jason. Anyway, Jason Hommel. You know, they they basically are like, well, here's what the conventional wisdom is. Let's research and see if that's really the case, which I think is is good, and. What do you know? You find out we've been lied to about a lot of stuff, or there's just been a misconception, and people don't, um, you know, just never questioned it. And I think what, if you look back at it, ten years ago, everyone's saying, "Oh, we're copper toxic. We're copper toxic. Oh, it's the bad copper pipes. We're copper toxic." Well, you also have to consider the fact that. A hundred years ago, people were getting about five to ten times more copper in their diet. Right. So it doesn't make sense. Like, well, why weren't they copper toxic? So is it possible? So I believe this is probably your overall kind of meta theory. You think the lack of copper is a is a kind of a, a eugenics type of deal? Well, so... It's the, you know, post-World War II, they put fluoride in the water. Um, and also, that's another thing copper is good at, is getting rid of fluoride from your system. And it's, uh, they put started putting fluoride in the water. Great idea from the Nazis. 
uh, rockets and, and fluoride. And they also um, started using all these chemicals in farming because we got all the chemicals that were great for warfare. And we got all these companies that make all these chemicals and, well, let's start using them for fertilizer. And eventually, you know, glyphosate wasn't around back then, but eventually you get glyphosate and other stuff, which prevents the plants from drying up the copper. Uh-huh. And that's what we talked about. Um, it was the email from our our farmer friend about how you know, weeds go deeper and they draw up more copper and you kill all the weeds, your your cows are out there not getting any copper. And that's, um, you know, why Jason Hommel says, well, you can't trust beef liver for as a copper source. Well, in reality, you probably can if it's like beef that's been taken care of properly. But if it's like factory farm on, you know, being fed, being fed Captain Crunch, then no, there's probably no copper in there. So anyway, so I, I will say, you know, I'm still still on the the copper bandwagon there. Um, And then I do it uh, topically. I just have it in like a little spray bottle, spray some of my arms, rub it in. So it's I can get a little I'm more feel an incredible urge to crack a joke about you, but I, I asked for this <laughs> breakdown, so I will not. Yeah. I yeah, will he, not. I asked for the copper update. Cause here's the deal. I get asked. Yeah. I well, get asked, Hey Tim, how's the copper going? I'm all like, Buddy, all the stuff we, we talk about. And then one time I'm like, Hey, you know, this copper thing seems kind of like a good idea. And that's the one thing that people found interesting, but you never know so. what's, what's going to, What's going to stick? What's going to make people yeah, interested? But all right. Well, thank you for the uh, copper update. That's good. So you want to t- you, you talk about the, the good news today? Sure. Hold on a second. The, yeah. In a moment. The most important question, though, uh, I guess, in relation to what you're saying is, have we noticed any health benefits? We have an issue with Lyme disease. We have some other things that I know you're concerned about. But with the added copper supplement have we noticed some chains changes so there (laughs) you know i think there there is some um it it does help but at the same time when you're dealing with parasite stuff because it it can help remove some parasites but it's not going to like get rid of your Lyme disease or get rid of right everything that's going on. It's just going to so the parasites you know, they, in your neck and they're going to go up through your eyes. Wait, what? Yeah, they, <laughs> so they, they fight back and then you get kind of, you can get worse symptoms before you get, before you get better. But in general, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely feeling way better than I was way back at the beginning of this when I couldn't raise, you know, raise my arm above my above shoulder height and stuff like that. Couldn't throw a ball. Couldn't could barely sleep at night because I couldn't avoid painful, you know, positions just laying down to sleep. So there's definitely been 
some improvement. Um, and I think the copper has helped some of that. And then I talked about the, the biocidin kind of herbal treatments for, for Lyme definitely help too. Uh, but you kind of don't want to keep doing that stuff super long term because they kind of adjust to it and then get resistant to it. So mm. it's, yeah, this is, um, so the how to fix Lyme disease book, it's, it's a good one. I would recommend that one. The guy's wife had a really terrible, I mean, way worse than anything I've experienced, um, case of it. And it all comes down to, uh, you know, parasites, toxins, uh, EMF mold, all that stuff is, is part of it. So it's kind of a, a toxic stew that you, and eventually you have to deal with all of it, but until you get your body to the point where it can start dealing with it, you don't really want to just take a bunch of drugs to kill off the parasites. It's kind of, everyone more or less agrees on that. So can end up, end up doing more harm than good. So, well, there you go. Fair enough. What about, so. uh, I'm just going to try and work out until they leave. <laughs> leave my body. So this, yeah, so the <laughs> the well, lymphatics guy, um, well, he, on that, on that note, one of the ways that your lymph, lymphatic system gets moving is through you exercising. So that, that can be a really good thing. But... If you have like serious issues going on, like blockages and stuff like that, it can it can be counterproductive where you're just trying to jam stuff through your system and it's it's not going. You're just aggravating everything. One thing so, I think your study, one place I think your studies and you know things that I'm doing overlap would be, I think inter- I think a lot of people benefit from fasting, intermittent fasting, or just straight up fasting in general. I think it's bad for the par- parasites. Don't like that. They it seems like you know we've read articles. They they live off the glucose or whatever, and that could actually kind of keep them alive. Uh, it's uh, anti-inflammatory to fast. It's good for you. You your body gets a chance to rest. Organs get a chance to kind of rest. You get better sleep. I mean, it's a overall really. Really good thing to uh, to fast. Yeah. I think that's a tie into anything you've been looking at or I've been looking at for like health stuff. So r- remind me, I'll bring the clips next week because I think you might like it. It's just a really simple like five minute deal that he goes through that he says you should should do kind of to um, help your lymphatic system before you exercise. And then it um, it makes the exercise basically much more likely to be beneficial to you. Oh, so that's it's kind interesting. Of an, do some yeah. stretching and things like this. Yeah, it's kind of he goes over like where the lymph nodes are. Which I mean, well, let me just ask you: see if you were as ignorant as me, where are your lymph nodes located? Throughout your whole body. Well, that's that's a pretty good answer. There's. Six main locations. Let me see if I can hit them. Uh, six. So, 
if there's six main locations, there's they're double, right? So, but we're, there's so there's twelve, right? But there's six, so, so we're not counting each side of the. We're not counting each side. Okay. No. So uh, obviously neck, and then I think the next one would be, gosh, somewhere in the chest, but it's right near the armpits, and then going down. I think you have some near your pelvic bone, and then I'm, I think I'm out. I think I'm out at three. I know that the. Under your armpits. No, you did pretty well. Under your armpits is one of them. I think right near the pelvic bone towards the the middle genitalia area. I think there's some through there. Is there some in the legs? Yeah, right behind your knees. Ah, okay. All right, there you so go. The, so the six main areas. So his, his theory is you start at your collarbone. Okay. So like a, right above and below your collarbone. Mm-hmm. And you just... You know, you can hit it, tap it, whatever you want to do to make sure there's no nothing blocked up there. Then um, underneath, like right underneath your ears, which is kind of where everyone knows those lymph nodes. Sure. Um, but then also down your jawline. Yep. A little ways. Yep. And that's he said that's your where all your. Uh, Basically, your brain drains. Yeah. So. Have you ever had like anybody uh, massage that? No. <laughs> so no. I got a um, like a massage in uh, in Seattle, and they do like a face thing, yeah. and I think it's a Chinese practice or whatever. But they'll like rub starting behind your ears, and then bring like you know just pull down into your neck and everything and you can actually mm-hmm. kind of feel like it draining it's just it's bizarre it's a bizarre feeling but especially if you have any type of congestion going on it can be really beneficial to like afterwards like oh so i can breathe better just feel yep. better yeah yep so he starts with the the collarbone then that location then uh like what you were talking about not under the armpits but uh right where the uh, like shoulder muscle connects with your chest. It's kind of a V shape, right? So it's like so, where the shoulder yeah, muscle right. and the armpit are, and then it kind of goes to a V down. Right in there. Then basically right above and below and on your your belly button, but it's deep in there. Yeah. Deep in your guts. It's, which is... <laughs> it's almost like the Bible knew what it was talking about with the... It's, that part of you being connected with your, who you are and the soul and everything else. But now they're like, Oh, what? wait, you know, the brain's really connected with your gut, with your gut. But, uh, and then the, uh, the groin and then the back of the knees. Wow. So he said, you, what you don't want to do is like work, uh, like your ankle or foot is swollen. You don't want to start there. Because you got to have it, everything has to get up to your neck. Hmm. So you want to make sure it can get there without any blockages in between. That's kind of his his deal. So, And then the exercise, d- doesn't really matter what you're doing. Anything's going to, you know, get stuff moving and, and be good for you as long as there's no no blockages, nothing backed up there. So... It's kind of interesting to me because if you read stuff from a hundred years ago, they're like obsessed with lymph 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's and true. It's, like the more and more it's like, man, Rockefeller ruined everything. <laughs> it's like what he did to medicine, what he did to yeah. uh, theology, what he did to, man. I mean, it wasn't just him. It was obviously a spiritual agenda above that, but man, the education system, the medical. So well, that, that was a, a teaser on a theology rant, but we'll save that for later. There you so, go. Yeah. I've got some, got some clips here. Let's do the, uh, the other Tucker Carlson clip. All right. This is the good news. Oh, gosh. Your, your title. Come on, man. <laughs> Fox News alert and some rare good news. The appalling prime minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, that's the lady with the big teeth who tormented her citizens, has just... Did did that just really happen? Come on. (laughs) Where where you said the lady with the big teeth? uh, Almost like she has a horse face? uh, Maybe Tucker Carlson's producers listen to our show. Andrew, don't call her that. It's just rude. No, he messed. It's a teleprompter root, like read. It's a teleprompter. Yeah, I said Jacinda. Jacinda. I just couldn't believe he said Jacinda. 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 Fox News alert and some rare. What is the word she says? It's like so, like it's just vaccine. What is it? Oh, it's not vaccine. Oh, you'll hear some clips in here. Okay. Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, that's the lady with the big teeth who tormented her citizens, has just announced she is leaving office. Here she was moments ago. Announcing that I will not be seeking re-election, and that my term as Prime Minister will conclude no later than the seventh of February. Most authoritarian leader that country has ever had, and no one else comes close. An appalling abuser of human rights of her own people. She, of course, earned the admiration of Western leaders, including former CIA director Michael Hayden, by ushering in an era of near totalitarianism in New Zealand. She shut down the entire country over a single COVID case. She told everyone to stay in their bubbles. She told citizens to inform on their neighbors by calling the police if they saw them outside. I'm not making this up, by the way. We kept a video record. Here's some of it. Stay local. And do not congregate. Don't talk to your neighbours. Please keep to your bubbles. It comes down again to those very simple principles. We know from overseas uh, cases of the Delta variant that it can be spread by people simply walking past one another. So keep those movements outside to the bare minimum. If someone refuses in our um, facilities to be tested... They have to keep staying. So they won't be able to leave after 14 days. They have to stay on for another 14 days. So it's a pretty good incentive. You either get your tests done and make sure you're cleared, or we will keep you in a facility longer. So I think people, most people will look at that and say, I'll take the, I'll take the test. You can now see family and friends again in their homes and use the bathroom inside. Luxury. What are the chances she was a puppet of the Chinese government? We don't have enough evidence to prove that, but we would rate that as about 100% likely. Fortunately, there is a tiny shred of democracy left in New Zealand. Ardern's party was becoming very unpopular, so before she could lose, she's quitting. 
I don't know, Tucker. What are the chances she's a Rothschild? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I would say she's a puppet of the same people the Chinese yeah. CCP are puppets of. But yeah, you're, yeah, it's funny you said CCP. That was the Fox News angle on that story, but... She looks a lot like Well, there everyone. there has been like some direct uh scandal with New Zealand's government and the CCP China. though. Yeah. So in Australia, but this but, is oh, it's so so Tim. Yeah. Are you really insulted and you really think I shouldn't call her the insane horse-faced lady? I just I don't like after her. what she did. I I know what she did is terrible. I just like criticize the way people look i don't know it bothers me but it's maybe it's just on this specific one i, just, I don't know it's descriptive it is descriptive yeah she she's she's terrible the the see i don't want you to make fun of how she looks but i will forever remember how she's testing testing get, go get your test talks, yeah. the talking is uh well uh, i don't think i think being evil makes you look worse too yeah like if she had chosen not to be an evil uh, dictator, she would have less of a horse face. So was the kiss of death the uh, impromptu interview outside BlackRock? <laughs> she was she's on the streets of New York City, walking out of BlackRock. What are you doing in there? Ah, hello, <laughs> taking Just- orders. Just interesting that she announces her resignation without a hint that that was coming uh, during Davos. Yeah, I think yeah. she got a phone call, but it reminds me of the the Hillary Clinton dropping out of the race after, wasn't it? There was a there was a meeting there too, but it was was it, was it Bilderberg or CFR meeting? I don't remember. It might have been Bilderberg, but Obama and and Hillary were running against each other. Oh yeah, they when, were splitting when the was, vote. Yeah, and yep. all of a sudden Bilderberg happens, or I think maybe it was the Council on Foreign Relations <laughs> meeting, or and something. they were there. They were there. They were both Bilderberg. there, and yeah. then afterwards she drops out. Yeah. Meeting on the tarmac, something like that, and then well, on the, the I mean, who reported on that is now dead. It's convenient. It's weird. We it seems weird. We should not. Uh, we should not forget what happened right before Super T- Tuesday, the last you know presidential election. With the, I did not think, even as rigged as everything is, they could pull off Joe Biden. It didn't even look like a possibility. Yeah, no. and they just had like four people drop out all at once. Uh, you know, to and throw it all to Biden. Oh to yeah, take that down was uh, old. Well, see now I'm going to make fun of somebody who looks on my own. But old platform shoes. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bloomberg. He came in and was Bloomberg running, Buttigieg. Yeah, he was yeah. running like a Campbell perfect, Harris to you. <laughs> perfect distraction campaign, and then oh, I'm out. Yeah. Although I mean, Kamala Harris was getting like. 0.1 percent of the vote so it's not like not like her votes made a i believe difference there but the women accusers of joe biden <laughs> so yeah that was <laughs> there was a lot of deals oh, cut man. at the last minute there indeed yes so uh, the the counter signal had a, a I, short post about it and um had some some of her quotes uh, we will continue to be your single source of truth, she said. We will provide information frequently. Everything else you see, a grain of salt. Unless you hear it from us, it is not the truth. Ugh. Ardern left her 
uh, Wednesday stunner by wrapping up her time as New Zealand's Prime Minister. This has been the most fulfilling five and a half years of my life, but it's also had its challenges amongst an agenda focused on housing, child poverty, and climate change. We encountered a domestic terror threat, a major natural disaster, a global pandemic, and an economic crisis. So throw her into the volcano, see what happens. But or we glad she's retiring. <laughs> Fair enough. I have some good news of my own. I got a little, short little clip here. All right. For the second consecutive year, childhood vaccination rates took a dip. The CDC published its annual report examining immunization for measles, mumps, and rubella. Kids are required to get the vaccine unless they qualify for an exemption. 7 Action News reporter Darren Cunningham takes a look at what's driving the lower rates. As Tracine Manning took her great-granddaughter Aaliyah Harris to a follow-up appointment for allergies at Children's Hospital, we got her take on children's vaccines. She's had her immunization since birth. Whenever the physician um, requested that she get them, she's gotten them. And she had to have them in order to attend preschool. Manning says when the six-year-old's mother asked her for her guidance, there was no hesitation. I'm a nurse and I just feel that she needed to be protected as much as possible. So it was extremely important and uh, all my children were vaccinated as well. According to the CDC, for the second year in a row in the U.S., 93% of children entering kindergarten had their required immunizations last school year for diseases like mumps, measles, and rubella. The recommended level for herd immunity is 95%. The school year prior to that, the blame for the drop was placed on closed schools and doctor's offices during the pandemic. They're seeing in the older kids that need boosters, the booster um, percentage is what's decreasing and driving some of the incomplete immunization rates, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, kindergartners and starting school. Dr. Kevin Daisy, a pediatrician with Children's Hospital, says it's a good time for parents to check in with their pediatrician. So when we start to see the decrease in vaccine rates, that's then going to increase the population that's at risk for some of those uh, otherwise preventable diseases. While doctors here at Children's Hospital express the importance of childhood vaccines, others advocate for choice and for families to make their own informed decisions without government mandates. This is what we advocate is that people know what, understand what the rights are under the law and then understand um, the risks going into any specific procedure versus benefits, risk versus benefits. As Connie Johnson with Michigan for Vaccine Choice points out, the data is based on exemption rates. Like that, it's a interesting way to spin it. First off, I don't believe your numbers. I'm sure that the childhood yeah. vaccination rates are down, but it's weird that you're pushing people for that last 2% because I feel like 93 is still too high. Yeah. And it's, number two, the whole story that, is just that an advertisement. Her, herd immunity too. moving number. It's like, well, if we get 70%, probably good. Oh, oh no, it's got it. 93 is not good enough. We need 95. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it was good news, but then they still tried to, uh, tried to, tried to get you to, uh, to get your vaccinations, get them, get them done. The very oh, beginning yeah. of that clip, it opens up with, uh, children are required unless they qualify for an exemption. Just wanted to touch base real quick. Uh, 
my kids have uh, qualified. It was weird. They went through the qualification and they are fully qualified. It was close, but uh, yeah, they're big. <laughs> they made the qualified means you are willing to fill out a form. Yeah, they qualified. Saying so. no vaccines for my kids. Thanks. Yeah, no, no. It was uh, there was a qualifying round. <laughs> they just made it. Yeah. Did you hear the way he said that? It's like you. Yeah. It's like really hard to do. for measles, mumps, and rubella. Kids are required to get the vaccine unless they qualify for an exemption. Oh my gosh, you you never believe how hard my daughter had to try to get her qualification, but she just you know just yeah. slid in just right under the wire. She she qualified. Well, I, I have a, a sub stack on a on the same uh, topic. If you want to hear some of that, sure. Feel free to stop me if you're tired of it. But from Levi Quackenboss. Great oh, yeah. name. I read that every morning. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 rise, the rise of the zero-dose child. Raise your hand if you're the parent of a zero-dose baby. Um, and he's got a picture of a baby that, with zero-dose on the front. He says, this onesie doesn't exist. I made it in 30 seconds on Custom Ink. But if you think I should get into the cheeky quackscene t-shirt design business, drop me a note. <laughs> Today's Google News delivered an NPR story about global buzzwords for 2023, and I have to say I'm loving this one. Presenting the Zero Dose Child. Those who have never received any of even the most essential vaccinations, diphtheria, whooping cough, and tetanus. Essential? Do you hear them? Like oxygen, like mother's milk, like skin-to-skin snuggles. The tetanus toxoid jab for your newborn is just like that. I, for one, am embracing the zero-dose term. The history of zero-dose traces back to the confusing misnomer for the first birth dose of of oral polio vaccine. I have no idea why they call it zero-dose and not one-dose, and I don't care to figure it out. But in the last seven years or so, public health transitioned to using zero-dose to mean completely across-the-board vaccine-free, and I somehow never managed to hear of it. And he's got the... Uh, NPR thing of like the buzzwords of the year from polycrisis to zero dose children and it's <laughs> uh, traveler surveillance polycrisis with like pictures of a tank being flooded while being zapped by lightning and a house on fire I guess that's a polycrisis uh, poverty aridification I guess because of you know, global warming, there's no more rain, and zero-dose children. Those are all the, yeah, and the buzzword for 2023. I like it. Very cheery NPR. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, so, despite the, and this is a quote from that article, um, the NPR article, despite the progress of immunization in the last two decades, 78% of children received routine vaccines in 2020 compared to 59% in 2000, a growing number of children are missing out completely. Zero-dose children are those who have never received even the most essential vaccinations. That's a line he quoted before. Uh, before the pandemic, they numbered an estimated 13 million. It's now believed there could be as many as... 18 million children. That seems a lot higher than 7%, doesn't it? <laughs> it does yes, seem no? higher. Yeah. Okay, 18 million. I mean, how many kids are there in a country of 300 million people? 50 million? Yeah, probably, maybe. Somewhere in that range. I don't know. I don't know. I'm no, 
I'm maybe, not a rocket Maybe rocket more, surgeon. maybe like 70 million, but still, 18 million seems like a big, big chunk there. It does. Uh, we lost 30 years of progress in three years, says Lily Caproni, head of global advocacy for health and vaccines at UNICEF. This decline, the decline has been blamed on an uptick in conflict, a spread of misinformation. Hey, I'll take some credit for that. And pandemic-related <laughs> supply chain disruptions. It's always a supply chain disruption. Can't get those vaccines. That's do you the remember, problem. Do you remember when I first started talking about supply chains, like in 2020? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, were you... I remember you talking about it specifically with cars, with cars and all the stuff related to cars. But yeah. uh, that was months and months yeah. before they uh, started talking about it on the news. And now it's like you know, it's the reason for everything. Now it's just like uh, it's not that people don't want the vaccines; it's just supply chain disruptions, <laughs> supply chains in like uh, body armor for yeah. cops to force vaccinate you. I guess, but. <laughs> Uh, There's an egg, uh, egg supply chain shortage, too, so egg price of eggs are going Yeah, up. had nothing to do with killing 40 million chickens because of imaginary avian flu, and, uh, based on a, a very faulty PCR test. Nothing to do with that. The PCR it's, test is the deal, man. You can't... You can't, you can't not have, intentional at all, not part of the, the agenda. the PCR test, man. Yeah. Next thing you're going to... I don't out. have any chick. I don't have any chicken stories. Do you have any chicken stories? No. Oh, actually, I I do. I take that back. I do. Uh, All right. I hear but le- I hear from the wife on the Facebooks that the expensive uh, egg posts are getting all the all the, all the rage these days. So oh yeah, yeah. The higher the picture, the higher the money, the amount of money for your carton of eggs, the more likes on Facebook is what I hear. <laughs> like, Current winner in the the wife's social circle, I think, is eight dollars. So we're in the. $8 you will range. never guess who the. Uh, you know, the local page says has the least expensive eggs. What store in our area? Natural Grocers. Close. Sprouts. Sprouts. Oh, yeah. I was at Natural Grocers. Usually it's, you know, fairly expensive. Usually it's Walmart or Target or some cra- yeah. crappy egg. No, I was noticing that. I was at Natural Grocers the other day and they're like, hey, limit two. I'm like, why are they limiting only two cartons of eggs? That's odd. And I was like, oh my gosh. Three dollars for free range organic <laughs> eggs? Yeah, no wonder they're limiting it to two. I'll buy all these eggs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So well, and you know, it's. I think, well, I'm kind of side sidetracked on the. Bro, I was I, trying to find my this, Megan Red Redshaw egg whole, story, but the whole show is a sidetrack basically that I've taken us on. So my apologies. <laughs> I take full responsibility. All right, I. D- is it all right if I read a little more of this yeah, yeah, yeah. vaccine story? The zero dosers? Because hmm. I, you know, I'm still, kind of I'm upset. I'm kind of upset I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, you know, on the zero dose tip before. Anti-vaxxer, anti. You're anti-science an, aggression. I'm anti-science aggression. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like I was cutting edge on that one, but but not on this zero dose thing. So, all right. Obviously, UNICEF is referring to a global number, not a U.S. one, and specifically it's Africa's business they're always up in. So they blame war, anti-vax misinformation, and supply chain problems for the downturn in global infant vaccination, but they don't blame terrifying people into not leaving their houses, lockdowns, doctor refusal to see patients, or seeing COVID-vaccinated athletes clutching their chests on soccer fields. 
Was there a similar uptick downturn in the in the states the last two years? It's hard to say. NPR wants us to think to think there was, but aside from the lockdown weeks of mid March through late May, American pediatricians spent two years begging parents to keep up with the vaccine appointments for their infants and toddlers. The impact of COVID mania remains to be seen because that data comes out on a significant delay. The National Immunization Survey, I talks about 2016, um, the movie Vaxxed came out. So at that point, and this was for full compliance, so it is a different number than like hadn't received any, you know, but for full compliance with the essential primary vaccines, um, was 77% for white toddlers in 2016, 72% in 2017, 68% for black toddlers in 2016, 64% in 2017. And the percentage of toddlers who received no vaccines rocketed from 0.8% of of all children under 36 months to 1.1% as shown in the bottom row of the chart below. So then he goes through and they they went back and changed the numbers to make it look like it's not a, a trend in people stopping t- to take vaccines. So they, they like added the um, no dose numbers back to 2015 huh. to make it look like more and more people are taking vaccines instead of the, the other way around. So, um, so he says, Rotrow, 1.3% of 3.96 million births in 2015-2016 means 51,474 zero-dose babies. Looks like the CDC might be in trouble. On top of that, for whatever reason, when the CDC put out later reports, the numbers have changed slightly. For instance, the October 2021 report on 24-month children born 2017 and 2018 also references back to children born in 2015-2016. So it goes through that. So they're always, you know, you can't trust the CDC numbers on anything. You can't trust the CDC, period, but you can't trust the stats. They're always going to make it sound like you're the only crazy anti-vaxxer thinking about not injecting your kids. And don't you know it's required? It's required. I don't know if you know. Required, yeah. You're going to require that. It's required. Basically illegal, except it's not illegal anywhere. Yep. Um, it's required. And if you, uh, you got to qualify. There's, so, a, there's a qualifying race. You got you got to qualify to get in. Anyway, hooray for the zero dose, zero dose babies. They're the future. I uh, it's got some hope. I got some bitterness. You know, got some bitterness on the old. Yeah, I was not a zero dose baby, unfortunately. Yeah. But well, I, 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 got I am old enough to be before they really ramped up the number of vaccines. But. Same, same. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm a little bitter though about the old the old vitamin K. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know. Does the vitamin K count? It's not on the list that they had, but Okay. So, I don't know. I think you could still claim zero zero dose with the stupid vitamin artificial poisonous vitamin K shot. I'll tell you one thing. I've been in these uh US militaries, so I can claim zero doses of nothing. <laughs> Yeah, there's very few drugs on except this pl- the anthrax vaccine, which except is probably why you're still alive at this point. I mean, all <laughs> joking aside, like uh, like not- having having the street sense to avoid that, literally, probably the reason you 
alive and well. No other reason, like no other. Just, just a, just a, just a weird suspicion. I didn't want it. Not awake to anything. Completely asleep to everything. Still, still figured that one out. Uh, there's very few. There's very few. But I'm, you know, people, people made it through that. People, a lot of people made it through the anthrax thing. I'm sure. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, very few drugs on the planet that I have zero doses of. So. <laughs> 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 Uh, fentanyl. Hopefully, some of it kind of balances out. There. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. fentanyl and uh, heroin. I think those are definitely zeros. There's some other weird ones, but that's about it. Some sort yeah. of exotic numbers. Well, considering my liver can't handle like basically anything, uh, definitely a good thing that I've got lots of zeros on the the drug. Good, good for you. It's not, thing, it's not, so. it's not cool to have to not have zeros. It's just yeah. a fact for me. So it's uh, something, Spe- something I deal with. Speaking of drugs, um, this comes from the Defender Children's Health Defense. Hundreds of Tylenol lawsuits on in the pipeline. Hmm. Uh, they allege that retailers and manufacturers knew that acetaminophen during pregnancy could cause autism and ADHD oh, no. and kept dishing it out anyway. So this is, um, it's, they would know there's got the lawyers working for them. Probably this would be my guess, at least some of this, but yeah, so it's, yeah, it, it's bad and it's, can be really bad in combination with the childhood vaccines because it's like the vaccines cause a reaction your kid gets a super high fever so it's like oh well, give them give them tylenol you know the fever's still high give them more tylenol and all of a sudden now they got liver damage in addition to the mm. brain swelling and everything else, i've so. heard no less than three or four times like well you know, if your kid's got a fever, just alternate between acetaminophen and ibuprofen. Yeah, that's kind of the common... It's a common thing they say, isn't it? Yeah, which probably is better than just doing Tylenol over and over again, but <laughs> yeah. still not uh, not great. And it's like, also, you know, Americans in, in general were not the best with like measuring out exact... <laughs> portions like doing conversions of the imperial system man you know this this amount and this measuring system equals this number of mls and whatever i mean my wife's really good at it because she was a trained as a nurse so she you know all that stuff is drilled into you but it's kind of the way that um drugs are tested Right. Going back to my guinea pig days, like the exact dose with the exact amount of food, you know, down to the calorie consumed at the exact time, you take the medication at, to the second at the, the same time every day, and then the way that uh, pharmaceuticals are consumed in the real world, not the same. Yeah. Really not the same. Surprise. People are like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have the sixth beer before I take my prescription. Ah, oh, it'll be all right. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should have some more glutens <laughs> before I take this. Yeah. Uh, I get, well, I, I, I got I, some 
got some bad news. I have some bad news, too. I'll read this. Bill, Go ahead. Bill Gates says, we are going to overshoot 1.5 degrees Celsius of global warming. But, silver lining, nuclear can be super safe and fake meat will eventually be very good. This comes from CNBC. I don't really want to read it. I'll get too riled up, but just Bill Gates being Bill Gates. He's Johnny on the spot for anything Rockefeller related. Yeah. The fake meats, uh, maybe he's actually eating some fake meat because every time you see him, he looks less and less healthy. I got, I got, a, I got an interesting story. I agree. Well, I think it's, he's got, does he have Parkinson's or something? Well, that does Parkinson's give you, I don't know what the polite term. Um, <laughs> overweight <laughs> does it give you overweightness does it does it ca- does it cause you to need to wear a brassiere <laughs> that's a good it's a good workaround andrew okay i got one from ctv news canada performing more organ transplants from made donors than any other country in the world from what made donors m a i d this is their uh, program to kill people. Remember? Oh, the oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And they're getting organs. The, uh, they're, they're getting organs the, from it now. Oh, a growing number of patients. people. Yeah, yeah, a growing number of patients who request medical assistance in dying are asking to donate their organs for transplants. Says an international review <sighs> that found that Canada is performing the most organ transplants for made patients among the four other countries that studied that studied that offer this practice. The report is in the first ever review of the growing use of this new practice around the world. The review was conducted in 2021 and results were formally published in December, 2022. We saw everyone is working in different directions. And then we said, okay, let's start an international discussion of all the countries involved. A physician and maid provider in the Netherlands told, uh, in, in, uh, an interview with CTV news data collected for the paper shows that, Canada, Belgium, the Netherlands, and Spain combined. 286 assisted death recipients provided life-saving organs for transplant to 837 patients in the years up to and including 2021. Doctors in Canada where medical assistance in dying, made, was decriminalized in 2016, performed almost half of the world's organ transplants after made for that period, according to the publication. Data from the Canadian Institute for Health Information confirms this new source of transplant organs accounted for 6% of all transplants from deceased donors in Canada in 2021. Some transplants, like those for kidneys and livers, can be done with patients who are still alive. I was rather proud that Canada has done so well in the terms of organ donation by made patients, said Arthur Schaefer, director of the Center for Professional and Applied Ethics at the University of Manitoba. Center for Professional and Applied Ethics from the University of Manitoba in an interview with CTV News. With more than 4,000 Canadians waiting for transplants, some of whom are dying, he says Canada's numbers are a strong strong move to turn death into a win-win. So I say, good for us. It's a wonderful opportunity for someone facing death to make something significant out of their life at the end, said Schaefer. Uh, this goes on. I'm not sure I could stomach the rest, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to sum that up. Your thoughts. I just kind of hit you with it blindsided there. 
Yeah, that's it. Another thing Alex Jones was right about, don't be an organ donor. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, I don't know. I guess you could look at it more than one way, but just know that if you decide to be an organ donor, your chances in the hospital go down considerably. Mm. Like, oh, man, this. Some pretty good organs here. Only organs I'm going to be donating are if my children need some, well, pretty much a kidney or a liver. Yeah. So. Which they, um, you know, never forget the, we're taking you off the liver transplant list because you're not vaccinated. Oh, gosh. So. Do you remember the outcry when Mickey Mantle got a new liver? Do you remember that? I remember, there's I don't like remember a, that. Yeah, I remember like the, a slight there was a little bit of an outcry and controversy when Steve Jobs went to China, I think, to get that organ, or got it shipped over from China. It was Tried a little to get suspicious a there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember Mickey, Mickey Mantle, I think it was the 90s, but he was like supposedly known as like the drunk of all drunks. Right. And they're like, why are we giving this 80-something-year-old man a liver? It's Mickey Mantle. Yeah, that's pretty much what the result was. It's Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all, you know, all those debates. Are, it's all to push the Overton window towards, oh, euthanasia. It's okay. It's Look at the benefits. Well, that's a death panel, and you're not allowed to have that conversation. <laughs> that's right, Bill. You're not allowed to have that conversation. <laughs> It makes and no sense. Instead, everybody just There's laughed. no logic to it. There's no connection between end-of-life care and how much we pay teachers. It's not even the same tax bucket. Please. In Oklahoma, but. they don't even pay the teachers, man. They basically just give them a chokehold and a slap in the face. Go teach some kids! That's it. Don't, don't, no, even, give, don't, don't even give them any money. That bad. Every state, they always claim, "Oh, the teachers don't get paid anything." Bro, have you seen? Look, I'm I'm going to volunteer Oklahoma as probably top five, bottom five worst paid teachers in the U.S. Worse than Arizona? I yes, I'll take it. Okay, Okay. I think our only competition's got to be Deep South. Sorry, even like the school districts in Edmond. Oh, I don't know. I think overall for the state, though. They're running, uh, Dallas is running boards well, here's, around here to try and get billboards to try and get people to come down there. That just shows that you're not, uh, that pay does not equal, that bad pay doesn't equal bad teachers and vice versa. Oh, they're all but, communists. No, I'm just kidding. No, you know, the public schools having like Christmas stuff, it's. It's a good thing. All right. What do we do? Where do we go from here? It's time for a break. Sure. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. Let's see. I'll go here. Then I'll go here. And then I'll go here. And then I'll do this. Revelations Radio. Should I be pulling up the spreadsheet? You can, I think. Okay. You got to start with the most recent 
Danny from Medford, Oregon, and go from there, though, because I don't think I've put the the show breaks in there yet. But I finally did update the spreadsheet, and I wanted to reach out. I wanted to make an apology. I wanted to say out loud, we've had a donor named Caroline. She's a frequent contributor to the show through emails to us. And I'll say this now. If this happens again, anybody else out there, please email us and let us know. I went through and looked, and I had Caroline marked as anonymous because of the way it popped up in Give, Send, Go. I don't know what it is. There's like a front page on Give, Send, Go where they, people can write their comments. And then there's like a back page where I can actually see your name, but I can't tell if you wanted to be anonymous. So my apologies, mm. Caroline. I will put you as a, a producer of this show and the previous one because she donated, uh, I believe it was $120. So... Thank you very much, Caroline, and my apologies for that oversight. If that happens again, I'm not quite sure how to fix it, and uh, I'm still kind of learning with the the give, send, go, because how do I put this? We've made a deal with everybody. We'll just be first names only, or or you can be anonymous. Well, there's a back-end sheet that you download as as a campaign receiving donations, and it gives... Almost I think, there's, I think there's still some anonymous, but people who were anonymous on the front page, the public facing page, I can actually see their name and, and uh, email address. So I don't want to use that for our spreadsheet because I don't want to be reading those names off. But anyway, my apologies. Um, but yeah, we had some uh, contributors. Thank you guys for contributing to the show. Of course, we are not a uh, ad funded show. We're not going to do any uh, ad reads for MeUndies or dollar shave shave club as a matter of fact i believe andrew one of his uh <laughs> 6427 boycotts he's currently uh taking part in uh one of them is dollar shave club is that correct yes uh oh, yep. dollar shave club up there with aquafina on boycotts from andrew hoffman <laughs> so uh thank you everybody well, for your donations and we do appreciate them and we will never be reading any commercial crap and say hey you got to do this or buy this or you know stuff like that. well to do you know what Christmas gift I requested this year, Tim? Did you get a safety razor? I got a safety razor. Oh, oh. bro, it, this is safety razor life, best life. It's the 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 you get a hundred blades for ten bucks. It's amazing. Do you like it? Uh, mostly yes. So it's, I, it's I got definitely a learning curve. It's it a old, and school, I, old school. Shave. I got some you know shave butter stuff, which I was a little disappointed with because it. It seemed to take like you had to use too much. Yeah. So I got a a different. Uh, once that ran out, we got something different. I haven't tried it yet, but so, yeah, the safety razor. And no, I think it's it's good. I forget the the name. Is it a Merker? M M E R K U R. I think it's a German. No, it's like a Japanese thing. Ah, gotcha. So, I yeah. I I will say this. I have the uh, the little dish. With the boar bristle brush thing that you put the soap in and then a little bit of water and you can kind of make your own soapy soapy suds and then use that mm. for shave cream. Um, finding good soap to go in there, good quality soap, is sometimes problematic. So I don't mind going just using some, just you know, sometimes shaving cream instead of that thing because... I basically just use whatever's around, but if there is some some sort of shaving cream, I'll, I'll use that. But the safety razor, a little bit of a learning curve with the the forty five degree angle, but you get used to it. It's also nice; you don't have to rinse immediately. You can just flip it over, use the other side. So my my wife just got me today some 
uh, Cremo, astonishingly superior original formulated or original formula concentrated shave cream, and it claims ninety days supply in hmm. one like small. You're a shave every day thing. type of guy, aren't you? Well, once I go back to like going into work every day, then yeah. I will be. Yeah. I'm not right now, but so that's the uh, the blessing of the light hair. Uh, even in the navy, I was able to get away with a couple days in there. You know, got the blondish red hair. You can't quite see it unless you get up close. So. Anyway, uh, yeah. So there's our ad read <laughs> for Safety Razor, which is unbranded. So uh, yeah. anybody out there can can go get themselves a Safety Razor. Uh, I just want I wanted you to know, Tim, because I, you know, this was your advice. Yeah, it was. So this is. I think it was it was good advice. It was, so. it was it was yeah. Well, you're thank you. You're welcome, and uh, I'm glad that you got that. Like I said, our good friend Danny, number one contributor of the show, uh, he he texted me almost immediately. He's like, "Hey, I was gonna tell Andrew to get one of these," and he texted me a picture of a safety razor. Nice, yeah. old Danny. So the traveling around the country with his razor blades. <laughs> so we did uh, our our sponsor from last week. Mm-hmm. fell through oh that deal fell through yeah. yeah we have another one no oh. we don't but uh <laughs> ah my stupid forgetful brain i was gonna clip out i think it's like at an hour 17 of the no agenda episode adam goes on a rant about how he's not playing the uh foundation for coincidence yeah which is what you had that us we play last week and uh that we need to be compassionate and then he <laughs> He ends the rant by saying, "Except for Australia, those people are crazy." And then he goes into a clip on Australia. It was a great rant, but yeah, it was. I think it was right around that time, hour fifteen, hour seventeen, somewhere in there. But that's uh, all right. That would have been. It was a good. It was a good message on compassion with a, a joke about Australia at the end. So I had a family member send me a text, some to the effect of, "Congratulations, conspiracy theorists, for being right." Three years in a row, 2020, 2021, and 2023. <laughs> and I didn't really even know what to say back to this person because of several factors. So it's like, which part are you talking about? Because I don't want to <laughs> zero in on the part where they end up in this huge fight because I thought you were talking about this, but you're actually talking about this. So all, all I right. said was like, I wish I was happy about being right. It's been horrifying. Uh, the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm glad you think I was right on something. I wish I wasn't. And I just want to say for the record, I wish we weren't. So, wish we yeah. weren't right. I'm I'm pro uh, population expansion. More yeah. people is yeah. good. So Elon yeah. Musk is single-handedly helping us out with that. So Did you listen I, to... <laughs> I don't know. It's all genetically modified babies i feel like there could uh, be some no it's an inside joke so uh did you listen to one of the most recent uh james did he Cor- have more kids Cor- no yeah i mean he, he's having all kinds of kids man but one of the most recent interviews on the corporate report was like i think it's like five or six people and they're all talking about uh why you oh yeah i didn't i didn't hear that whole thing you so sh- and then you know james corbett plays the part of johnny youtuber <laughs> Yes, I love the Johnny YouTuber bit. I mean, the population bomb. He's single-handedly helping to populate the earth. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
little bit too much inside baseball. The people are like, "What? What are we talking about?" Well, if you don't know the people on that podcast, you better better get to it. Whitney Webb. What do you think about Dvorak saying Whitney Webb is intelligence? Uh, he's remember he got all mad about the Whitney Webb stuff Dershowitz. because of uh, Bill Gates. He was kind of defensive of Bill Gates and other people in um, Silicon Valley that he like you know knew personally and was it Dershowitz or somebody else that he knew personally that he I don't think it was Dershowitz okay. I think it was the Silicon Valley people okay the tech people so it's and it, like I think he'd been invited to the dinner but hadn't gone or something I don't know it's yeah so was, I don't uh, think she ever went after him specifically though but Whitney Webb maybe was, after who Dvorak. No, definitely not. No, no, no. But it was people that he was loosely associated with that he took offense at. But uh, yeah, I thought calling her a uh, a, a, a Fed or an, an agent was that's it's pretty far fetched. I don't know. Yeah, I've listened to her speak enough, and you know, interviewed by enough different people. No, I I don't know. I'm I'm team team whitney on that one yeah if, no. if dvorak makes me choose i'm i'm with whitney webb but sure sure no yeah. I, I feel the same and it's uh yeah that was a great show because you had pretty much pretty much everybody you had ryan christian jason burmis james corbett and uh whitney webb all telling you about uh so d- elon they're not out yet but the fake news awards are coming up oh that's right Excite. And, I am excited. <laughs> like, legitimately, Brock West is getting to be a, like a pretty good filmmaker. Like, the little preview that he put together for that thing. Oh, he already put a preview together for it? Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, and it, you know, I'm not accusing James Corbett of being skeptical of dinosaurs, but it is interesting that the Fake News Award award is a dino. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I never hmm. considered that before. I, you know, I think it could have just been because that was what his kids had around to use as the fake award. Andrew, but, write this down. Yeah, we're gonna James. We James. We'll talk to James sometime. Probably in the next couple of months. We James have. Corbett. Are you secretly? Yeah. A there weren't really dinosaurs. Truther. He might be. He might just be. Hmm. <laughs> so, true dinosaurs were the Nephilim. <laughs> Do you even in the days of Noah, Andrew? <laughs> so there, were, I was, someone posted in an Oklahoma you know, like day trips uh, page. Uh-huh. Like we went and saw the dinosaur tracks. I'm like, I gotta see these dinosaur tracks. <laughs> I don't know how you could tell those were dinosaur tracks. Bro, you, you can't know? tell. You can't even tell. <laughs> Come on, how can you not tell? I mean, I guess like, like okay, maybe. They were dinosaur tracks that then got filled in, so they're just kind of like little depressions, kind of in the ground, and that's for sure a dinosaur track. Okay. The most impressive dinosaur exhibit in the area is in uh, at Oklahoma University down in Norman. It's like so expensive. It's like twenty bucks to get in, but uh, mm. yeah, they, <laughs> it's like they have this like little bone. They're like, here's what we created from this bone. It's like, well, at least they're honest about that part of it. <laughs> Well, they, you, you have to read the fine print. Otherwise, you're just walking like, oh, look at this thing. It's so cool. Yeah, they found that whole skeleton. Yeah. Intact, and just put it together. Just roam the earth. I mean, 
this giant femur is all they found, and that would, you know, that clearly means it's dinosaurs, not giant people. That wouldn't make any sense, right? <laughs> Definitely not yep. giant people. Yeah. I think the low-key low funny part of the uh, clip that uh, uh, Will made of you and me arguing with each other was when I started saying, do you even in the days of Noah? <laughs> do, do you even Nephilim? Uh, and... Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. I I literally spoke at the Days of Noah conference in Las Vegas. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, apparently we should thank some people. See this donation. Yeah, it's, it's such a long list. I just don't want to tackle it. But is uh, it all right? No, it, just no, from no, Danny just, on. Not not the whole thing. There's no. No, chapter, I, I got it. Okay, no chapter it. break. All right, uh, Danny from medford even though location's not on here at least on my version oh yeah no there's yeah I'm, 25 dollars. thank you very much danny as always to, to much appreciated what, what we got there it took a while for and me to transpose it all from jason which is this a recurrent or first time donor is that on give send go yes let me look real quick. I believe he sent us 120 dollars. thank you very much jason and i believe that's a first time donor extra special so we let's see here love to hear from you how you if you especially if you started listening recently how you found us so and i guess which james corbett interview oh you that is not to? i recognize that last name and it's on the give Singo front page uh that is not uh jason not first time does jason it said 120 dollars that's what it says on here i don't think that's right Dang it! Uh, <laughs> I got one. I got twenty five dollars over here. Okay, it gives and go. So my apologies well, on that, Jason. Thank you, thank you for your contribution. Absolutely, via gives and go. Uh, Eric spelled correctly. Eric from Northern Minnesota is how he has his name on uh, on gives and go. Yeah, send us twenty five dollars. Well, unless that amounts. It's correct. It's correct. That's correct. Okay, yep. and. Uh, anonymous via give send go this one says 120 dollars. it's 35 35 okay <laughs> i don't know is that an old version of the spreadsheet i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen i i basically i'm didn't, looking uh, in january 2023 yeah hmm. i'll have to double check that so uh, and then a, a p.o box donation from dana thank you very much dana how much on that one it says 25 it is 25 all right Hi guys, I really wanted to tell you how much I love your show. You or enjoy your show. You two are funny. I always get a good giggle or laugh at uh, listening to you. Love the personal life stuff. So cute. I am a longtime listener to the Corbett Report, and that is where I first saw you on an interview. I'm glad that I found your show and look forward to it now every week. Appreciate you putting it all out there and telling truths in your unique way. Keep it up. My donations are not much, but hopefully I can be a constant contributor. Have a great week. Cheers. Dana from Colorado. Very sweet. Thank oh, you, Dana. Thank you so, so much, Dana. That is, in our world, that donation is very generous indeed. So don't. So, anything absolutely helps. And it's always. You know, the amount isn't as big of a deal as having uh, more people involved. So that's great. So. 
And then is that does it end there of the anonymous yes. with thirty five? And then so then there's anonymous with thirty five. Did we have that one? No, that's not on the sheet. Okay, I have to double check the sheet then. Sorry, my apologies. I it took a long time to transpose. I have to do PayPal and that. And anyway, it just now I'm starting to understand why uh, Adam is always complaining to John about his children and family not getting the spreadsheet together and the back <laughs> office not doing their job because it is kind of a time-consuming to take stuff from here and there. Yeah. Uh, my problem is not that we got so many donations. It's time-consuming. That's not a complaint that I have. I apologize for the bad spreadsheet. My complaint is just... I, I, It's my own fault. I let it go since, what, the 23rd of December and hadn't updated it. So by the time it's time to update it, it takes forever. So my fault. We did get one in just 14 hours ago, a name you will find very familiar. Chrissy, after listening to your latest podcast, I was saddened. By the lack of donations, I will pray you both thrive for good health and success to your families. The thirst for knowledge should be in all of us. I am happy to have it partially quenched by your show. Blessings oh. to you all. Christine from Manchester, uh, New Thank Hampshire. Thank you very much, Christine. That's Chris, and she says Chrissy. So we've been calling her Christine all this time. She wants to call oh, by Chrissy. Chrissy, okay. And uh, she's awesome. She is the donor who gives us like $40 a month via the P.O. Box donations. So very cool. She is she's awesome. That is it, I believe. So all thank, right. thank you guys all for uh your Do you wanna you got a song to play? Jingle. I do, play. I do. Revelations radio. Uh, I was trying to look to see if I could see prayer requests or like prayers. I don't think campaign dashboard. Anyway, let's go ahead. The show must go on. Prayer messages. Do we have any? Allow users to send. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Are you still? I don't. I don't know if this is part of the show or if I should. Start talking. You should start talking. Just go. I'm talking to myself. Please, please. Okay. Just go in a direction. I was hoping to find some uh, some prayer messages, but still, still haven't found them. Okay. So there is, uh, you know, we we've played a few different clips of Joe Biden telling various stories, uh, just opining on various things talking about i don't even think we played the purple heart clip that was totally you know eight years off in timing from being possibly true so uh he appeared at the raphael warnock church oh gosh i i want to get into this for sure i just wanted to update you really quick sorry to interrupt uh number one worst paying state for teachers in the country is mississippi nailed it number two is oklahoma so what's what's arizona uh five okay so yeah and they're actually those are all separated by less than less than a thousand dollars actually yeah eighteen hundred dollars separates number one from number five so it's not much forty two thousand forty three dollars in mississippi forty two thousand six hundred forty seven dollars in oklahoma uh, 43,200 in South Dakota, 43,587 in North Carolina, and then 43,800 in Arizona. So, yeah, there's like 180 school days a year, though, but you know, 
Hey, I wasn't saying, hey, I'm not even trying to get into what teachers deserve or don't deserve. I'm just telling you, the state is the worst one of them. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden, you know, when I think about Martin Luther King and the best way to honor him, I think let's have Joe Biden preach a sermon in his church. Yeah, isn't that is there a guy maybe like an awesome statue? Is there of, a guy uh, who's holding the hands of a Klansman <laughs> as he shuffles off this universe uh, that we could get to get on stage and preach his sermon? Martin Luther King's church. Uh, just a quick reality check, Andrew. Uh, does he have any surviving uh, children, uh, Martin Luther King? Yes, he does. Ah, and is that person not a big fan? Of Joe Biden. Oh, fan. Don't of... think she was there at the Raphael. Who Warnock is she a fan of? <laughs> she's a big Trump fan. Ah, that's weird. So yeah. she's a Martin Luther King's daughter, and a fan of Trump. It's almost like this whole fake situation with the fully masked up choir behind the president as he spoke was just all that, just fake. But. I would I would have felt ripped off if I showed up in the president of the Joe Biden the, your uh, pedophile so, sniffer in chief was yeah, to give a yeah, sermon. So, uh, yes, uh, difficult to find people that I would uh, respect less in a pulpit, <laughs> uh, maybe like Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's the, you know, the all the atheists like physicist guy Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, but yeah, Joe Biden's right up there. Yeah. So, so here's uh, preacher Joe explaining what he says is the essence of the gospel, and what I want you to to listen for. Oh gosh. Is this what is... he claims is the essence of the gospel and then the the ask Tim is going to be what he gets wrong. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. And then uh, I've I will expand on on that from there. And at our best the American promise wins out. At our best we hear and heed the injunctions of the Lord, and the whispers of the angels. But I don't need to tell you that we're not always at our best. We're fallible. We fail and fall. But faith and history teach us that however dark the night, joy cometh in the morning. And that joy comes with the commandments of Scripture. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, and all thy soul. And love thy neighbor as thyself. Easy to say. Easy to say. But very hard to do. But in that commandment, in my view, lies the essence of the gospel. Uh, it's all, all right. milly mouth stuff. I mean, he took, he lifted different stuff and put it in yeah, a in, weird Including order. stuff that wasn't in the Bible. But, but like, but if this his, is a person we respected, would we tear up this, would we tear apart this sermon? E- yes. Okay. This right. is like a, a, a pet peeve of mine is, okay. 
poor explanation of the gospel. So this is just, Joe Biden just happened to be a, an example of it. But yes, you could, you could probably find not that bad, but almost as bad in most American churches from yeah. the actual pastors. No, I, I hear that. So I, I do want to say that uh, in the dark of the night, you got to shine a lamp. You know, it's not just automatically <laughs> joy. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird crossing of the parables. Yeah, also not in the Bible. So, yeah. That's, it's a weird uh, crossing of the parables to have the darkest yeah, of the night and then in the morning, just joy. But I thought in the <laughs> darkest of night, you had to have a lamp. You had to have your lamp ready, light of the world, don't hide under a bushel, you know, all that stuff. But it's just like yeah, just dark kind of mix, joy. Mixing that together. Dark joy. So... Uh, what words does he not use that just might be important for the gospel? I mean, I know what you're trying to get me to say. Would I know this? If I, I mean, he needs the word repentance. Okay, yeah, that's that's important. Uh, repentance from what? He needs the word sin. From from being fallible? No. <laughs> from, from from our, our failures? Yeah, no. no. He needs, from he needs, sin. He needs sin, he needs repentance, and he needs Jesus. And he needs Jesus, not Lord, which is just a general term could well, be. Well it's the grand architect. Lord, it's his Lord. Lord Beelzebub. No, yeah. the grand architect. Yeah. The Masonic <laughs> Lord. <laughs> that's what they do, man. That's how they yeah. trick that's how they trick people. Yeah, that's where they, they get up there and they talk they about the creator. They won't say they talk Jesus, about, or they will yep. say say him differently. Yes. Also, a really subtle one: the whispering of angels. That's I don't know. Was that like a shout out to a Mormon thing? I There's no whispering of angels. I, what? I think it was a miscommunication of uh, Catholic. I don't know. Catholicism. Did he used to watch the? You know, the show about angels on Listen, CBS? Bro, is that... Michael Landon is not something we're going to speak poorly about. We already called somebody a horse face. We're not going to speak poorly about Michael Landon. Oh, the only I'm, Christian show about, on t- television in I the wasn't 1980s. talking about Michael Landon. Do you remember that? Do you know Do you know what I'm talking about? Little House on the Prairie? No, bro. The, he was the angel. You don't remember that? There oh, are pe- in... There uh, are, yes, there are people older than us who remember that time period for sure. But that he was like the angel on television, Michael Landon. In what in what show? Let me look it up. I'm 100% sure on this one, so move on. Okay. All right. I I believe you. But Michael Landon was the guy in Little House on the Prairie, right? Hi, yes, he was. Highway to Heaven, a series from 1984 to 1989. Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. Yep. He is an angel sent to earth to order in order to help people in need. That was the whole To whisper place. in people's ears? No, he's uh, there to help <laughs> clan members, best friends... Uh, find their next meeting. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Okay. So the the part uh, that was scripture and is something that Jesus said comes from Matthew 22. Okay. But I would like to read. Uh, if it's all right, I'll just read the whole chapter. Please so we've do. Got a little As a matter of fact, I was thinking earlier today about how we have uh, dropped the ball on the verses of the week. So yeah. So I've, I was gonna have a recorded version but uh it's january and the ones that start in matthew are only up through like matthew 21 so wasn't available all right 
And Jesus answered and spake to them again by parables, and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son, and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are, are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it, and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his mer- uh, merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. And then when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore unto the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid them come to the marriage. So those servants went out to the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both good and both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. And then the king came in to see the guests, and there was a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither, not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king to his servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, gnash him into the outer, or cast him into the outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Then he went to the... Okay, so this is clearly talking to the religious leaders, right? Saying like, look, you know, I'm here and you religious leaders are saying, no, we're not not a part of it. So, and what's going to happen to you? So, doesn't make him happy. So then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. And they went out and they sent out unto him their disciples and the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? Because this, if he answers... Yes, it's lawful, then he's a sellout, right, to the Romans. And if he says no, then they report him to Caesar, or, you know, the governor, and get him put to death for being um, an insurrectionist, for not wanting to pay taxes. But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why tempt ye me, ye hypocrites? Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he said unto them, Whose is this image and superscription? They said unto him, Caesar's. Then he said unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things which are God's. Then when they heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. The same day came to him the Sadducees, which said, There is no resurrection, and asked him, saying, Master, Moses said, If a man die, having no children, his brother shall marry his wife, and raise up seed unto his brother. Now there were with us seven brethren, and the first, when he had married a wife, deceased, and having no issue, left his wife unto his brother, likewise the second also, the third unto the seventh. And last of all, the woman died also. Therefore in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all were married to her. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but here is the angels of God in heaven. 
But as touching the resurrection of the dead, have ye not read that that which was spoken unto you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, always a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. While the Pharisees were gathered together... Okay, so that's that's the context of what Jesus was saying. The entire point of the gospel is not, as Joe Biden said, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and all thy mind and to love thy neighbor as thyself. That's not the point of the gospel. The gospel is, the point of the gospel is, you can't do it. No one can do it. Everyone sins. Everyone falls short of it. If you go to Matthew 5, Jesus is talking about like, well, you're, the, Law says, you know, don't kill. I say, if you're, if you hate your, if you hate someone, it's, that's also just as bad as murder, right? So the whole point of the gospel is that we are not capable of following the law, of following God's commands. And that's true of the Old Testament law. That's true of what Jesus said you know, repeating the law, summing it up in those two commandments. And the gospel is Jesus was able to keep it because he's God. And he, his righteousness is imputed onto us, not because of any effort that we do. Oh, it's really hard. It's because of accepting his sacrifice for us. And that's the gospel, not the Joe Biden version. Yep. Yeah, I I agree with all that. Just repent and believe the gospel. You need Jesus. And it's not about human effort. That's the yeah. that's the separator of Christianity from every other religion. Yeah. Every other religion is what you have to do and what rules you have to follow to either um in the eastern religions attain godhood or in you know other other religions to uh, attain God's favor you know but yeah yep you either got to wear the magic underwear or do enough good deeds to get to heaven you can't right. you can't you can't just count on somebody else so <clears throat> interesting that yeah they don't like to say Jesus i can't believe yeah no for sure I but can't really don't like to say it's sin. I can't believe that that even happened. Like I scroll, I was like, I was almost sick to my stomach when I saw it. I was like, ah, that, that that whole scene. Yes. Yeah. As soon as I saw, it, I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden preaches historic sermon at Martin Luther King's church. I was like, oh. He he kind of went with a little bit of an accent, but it was not anywhere nearly as bad as the Hillary version. Yeah. I, no way, no ways near, no ways tired. I have, I am not tired. 
no way it's near tired enough. <laughs> uh, I, Hillary Clinton is above Joe Biden on the um, people agreed. I agreed. W- agreed. would respect less preaching yeah, in church. Ag- 100%, 100% agree. It's a short list. It's a short list. Bill's in there too, I think. I think it's yeah. Bill Clinton. But I. He was a, Bill Clinton, though, like totally has enough psych- like people sense yes. to to not like do that. He's right? totally a psychopath, but he probably could make the speech interesting. Like he, he that was that was like his superpower. He could he could weave a, he could put a speech together out of nowhere. He was he had good yeah. presence, but uh, we don't even get like good con men. No, for the politician frontmen anymore. No. So no, it's. The media can't even claim. Well, I guess they just did. I mean, you read the headline. Like, gives was it gives powerful sermon? No. Uh, historic. Hist. Oh, okay, historic. So, in what way was it historic? Just because he's president a, gives a, a speech at a Martin Luther King uh, church. Satan worshiping pedophile <laughs> preaching at a church is, I guess, historic. Hopefully. You guys think hopefully I'm, it doesn't happen. Before. I know that I'm preaching to the choir, most of you out there, and especially to to Andrew. That's our inside joke. But pay attention to the way these people say God when they say God, because mm-hmm. yep. uh, it's an old trick that you know we I wise up too long ago, and you see it a lot once you're kind of hip to it. The Masson, like learn, just learn a little bit, not a lot. Just learn a little bit about Freemasonry, kind of the the grand architect, or you know the. The yeah. morning star, son of the morning, Lucifer. And then they may not say Lucifer, but then really just think like, hey, is this God that they're saying? I know they're saying God, the word G-O-D, but is this the God that I know? Or is this right? sound like it well, might be and somebody then else? There's some code words right at the... Actually, I think I cut that part out. But there, there were code words right at the end about uh, progress. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, liberation and stuff. That's in the Bible, right? Things are just going to get better. Sin, that was, sin, sin's going to run its course. And then, man, that's another project I haven't done. But, yeah, that's Rockefeller pushing the, the black liberation theology into the seminaries. But, is that really the, something yeah. he pushed? Yeah. Interesting. Like his foundation. Like the black Israelite stuff? Um, I think it developed into that. I'm wow. not sure if it was that originally, but I'm t- just the general, like, uh, forget the actual gospel, which has been a part of black America since slave times and, you know, all the way back. Yeah. Very, uh, probably a higher percentage of Christians than, than any other population. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, forget that. It's just all about uh, liberation and the struggle for civil rights. That's the, you know, that's what it's Gosh, all about. If you could just loosely tie that in with, with uh, BLM, you could make money too. Yeah. Let's get some Act Blue money in there. Oh, I don't remember the. I don't remember the church or even the there was the the church shooting at the black church, mm. and they we play I think we played a clip on the show with the guy who talked about forgiveness and how he forgives the shooter. Okay, it's oh. a powerful, yeah. powerful clip. Yeah. I mean that's you know you want to see real Christianity, 
repentance and forgiveness. Yes. Let's, let's you, speed through some of know. these clips, man. I, I agree 100%. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have cut you off. It's repentance and forgiveness. I'm, I've been thinking a lot about forgiveness. My men's group is talking about forgiveness this week. It's uh, otherworldly if you can kind of forgive others. It's supernatural. Supernatural. And not in the way that John Kerry talks about the supernatural. Okay. There we go. How about that? Yep. That was good. Transition. It's good until you said, how about that? Everything was good, but yeah. <laughs> and when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives are able to sit in a room and come together and um, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about quote, saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people, they think you're just a crazy, tree-hugging, lefty, liberal, you know, do-gooder, whatever, and, and there's no relationship. But really, that's where we are. I was, I was thinking another, another reference that I know that you'll get, but I don't know if our other listeners will get Anytime John Kerry's talking about something touching him or something spiritual, I just think about, you know, him going through his initiation ritual Master, masturbating man. while in a coffin. That's part, part with part, the old George W. Bush. Supposedly, that's what, supposedly, allegedly, that's what they do. But well, uh, I think that's that's even like the limited hangout version of it. Yep, that is. And yep. That's without the dead bodies and stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Whatever touched him to make him start talking about. Yeah, the Earth. whatever extraterrestrial, demonic, whatever alien touched, beings whatever touched us. Touched him. It's weird too because he's in a room full of people that I think have been touched by. Extra yeah, he's at at Davos. <laughs> I should have introed it a little better. Sorry, My fault. But. I played it too quick. But yeah, he's at yeah. Da- at Davos and he's talking to people. Whatever touched us early on, it's called a demon, John. It, yeah, it's, isn't it? Isn't it weird how all super rich people get the same agenda? Yeah, together and then we we get, get together to sit and here work and talk about this, flying in on our private jets, telling the the peasants to quit driving their cars. Yeah. You get the, you know, the only negative story that runs on it is like a New York Post story about all the prostitution going on. It's like, well, that's, <laughs> what about the wrecking the world there? <laughs> that's I'm sure the that's prost- important too. I'm sure the prostitutions but, are, prostitutes are all of legal age and all that stuff, right? I'm sure. Yeah. I want to go to bed soon. Let's wrap this Kay. up. We got a lot of clips though. PBS clip on the Argus spy plane. No, that's a. No, we can. That's not time sensitive. Okay. Dr. Harvey Rush with RFK on what science is a something. It would have fit in better. It's a good interview if people want to go listen to it. Okay. But it's not. Uh, Is that it then? Tucker Carlson. He he um, is the uh, Brownstone Institute guy, or okay. one of them. So it's a, it's good. He, you know, goes through why, like what science actually is versus <laughs> the Fauci version, and you know he's a scientist. So when you discredit, when you discredit Fauci, you discredit science. You know what I mean? <laughs> Believe it or not, he does not share that opinion. So that's that's unfortunate. So it was a good it was a good interview he's had a, a few good ones lately so. 
You got anything you really wanted to get to? I don't, man. Uh, Joe Biden gives us some advice on the insurrections, one of your last clips. Oh, yeah. this is. You'll think this is an old clip, but it's a new one. And ban the number of bullets and go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Give me a, if you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. I like how when no one laughs at his joke, he always says, I'm serious. Think about it. <laughs> what, but, is he, uh, what is that's he That's not the about? quote, Joe. That's not the quote. What is he, he's rambling about AR-15s and, and uh, Air Force 15s. It's his usual gun control rant. F-15s. Like, it's basically, he, he keeps going back to the same thing about, like, if you resist gun control on the basis of the Second Amendment, then... Well, drone you know, bombing. what are you talking about? Because you don't have F-15s. So you can't you the resist one that the said government. It? Did, you text, did you text it? Or was it Will? Or just, was it my Twitter feed? I don't even remember. Somebody said there's not enough made about the uh, president's constant threats of a uh, civil war. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it could be interpreted as a threat. Yeah. Or as, I think it's more of like a lay down GI. Yeah propaganda and that it's covering up fear knowing that he stole the election and is probably the least popular president ever in history and i don't you know know. it's he's thinking well i've still got the f-15s on my side even though i'm afraid to to allow military members to be armed anywhere around me stuff like vaccinated and everything else but anyway (laughs) And they all turned their back to me during my motorcade when I took the office of the presidency. Yeah. Because nobody believed I was truly elected. But anyway, that all aside, I'm still here, ready to go. But but F-15s, but also, uh, he got the quote wrong. You know the, oh, actual, yeah. you know the actual quote. It's, uh, you can't use an F-15 to take on the government, not an AR-15? No, no, the... The uh, Tree oh. of Liberty is he tyrants. Said, He's an idiot. Tyrants. It was a Freudian he left slip. out the tyrants part. The, the, the quote is he said patriots. It's a Freudian he said patriots slip. only, which it's it's the Tree of Liberty is watered by the blood of patriots and tyrants. Ah, I left off just... the left off the tyrants part. Didn't want to give anyone well, any the ideas. Tyrants there. are in the F-15s and they're not going to be believed. So, <laughs> so it's yeah. This is. I don't, this I, is uh, here we are. I'm I'm expecting a Joe Biden resignation announcement. We got J- Jacinda mm-hmm. leaving. We got uh, all the British turnover. Hey, quick question: You live yeah. over in Piedmont, just off the Northwest Expressway. Mm-hmm. You got a three car garage house over there. <laughs> One of them, yes. Yeah. So you got any classified documents in the garage? <laughs> I do not have any classified okay. documents. Just checking. I mean, pretty I have, confident I of that. Yeah, I got some. Just, got some they didn't just jump in here somehow. I got yeah. some. I got some over here with my Corvette. <laughs> They're locked in the garage, so just want to let everybody know, just in case <laughs> it comes up later. They're here. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. This just Joe Biden guy. Not a fan. I'm turn- it's, uh, the jury was out for a while. Turns out, not a fan. Yeah. Uh, when was the jury out? I'm, I'm joking, man. <laughs> the jury was never out. I never liked this man. 
Yeah, you remember the part of the show where we were both really excited about the Joe Biden presidency? Um, no. No, no I, I don't. don't. I remember the part of the show where I'm like, this is clearly rigged. Somebody has to stop this. Yeah. And then it didn't happen. Now no. we're now, and now we're here. Yep. With the with the only thing going up is the death rate and inflation. So who could have known? It was a time of all of, of, of confusion, Andrew. There was so much confusion yeah. on both sides. Who could have possibly known that this was going to happen? To to tie it back to the the accident thing, I did have a, a story about L.A. County Sheriff's deputy. They try to present it like he died in a car accident, mm-hmm. but then you get the details. No, he died while driving the car, and then uh. the car crashed. Like so, you're you're well enough to go to work. I mean, it's they're trying to blame it on an illness or whatever. But okay, you're well enough to go to work, but not well enough to operate a vehicle. Okay, I've talked about this law so much uh, off the show. I've I've for, I've forgotten whether or not I've actually talked about it on the show. Do you understand what's going on in uh, in Oregon right now <laughs> with the gun situation? Um, not as well as I should. So I know that my dad is vowing to move out of the state based on it, it. But yeah, yeah, I think I don't think he's the only one. Yeah, um, they single handedly were draining gun manufacturers across the country uh, because. Oregon's can still buy guns. I don't. I want to give you what my version of it is. And ladies and gentlemen, please go investigate this for yourself. Uh, this has been a moving target. One attempt to file it has. Well, I think been. it's kind of what Biden wants to do nationally that Oregon did. Yeah, but it's you limit bad. the, the yeah, limit the is. magazine. Under under one under measure one fourteen, people who want to buy a gun in Oregon will have to apply to a county sheriff for a permit, pay sixty five dollar fee, provide fingerprints, and then complete a gun safety training and undergo a criminal background check. The permit will only be good for five years. So here's the problem. As of late last year, and I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. We can look into it further. Uh, maybe we should. I think we probably should. There was no funding set aside for the gun safety courses. Of course. So, so just go with the New York version of like, yeah, you could get a permit if you could, if we give you one. Yeah, you can get a permit <laughs> if we get. So that's all. I mean, that's a hundred percent unconstitutional. The, mm-hmm. the gun, the gun safety yeah. thing is, uh, thou shall not infringe. It's not. You don't have a right to bear arms. Thou, the government shall not infringe upon your right to bear arms. And we're not supposed to be five fingerprints and undergo a criminal background check. Let's see. Have to apply, provide fingerprints for a permit. You don't, you don't need a permit to buy a gun. This is America. <laughs> you don't need a permit yeah. to buy a gun. And then it bans magazines that hold more than 10 rounds of ammunition. Either a permit holder goes to buy a gun, the dealer again must be obtained. Every Each time a permit holder goes to buy a gun, the dealer again must be must excuse me the dealer again must obtain a completed and improved state police firearms background check on the person before turning over the gun every time 
<laughs> yeah. So the they don't. Dear Oregon, the criminals don't buy guns <laughs> by applying for permits. By going to gun taking, stores and yeah, applying gun for stores, permits. Yeah. For goodness sakes. Just absolutely ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I think that led up to... I actually watched a few YouTube videos on it late last year. I guess it was last month. About, you know, some gun suppliers nationwide. You know, there were there, were, there was tons of people buying uh guns because there was fear of uh some new laws sweeping across the country and most of the gun websites actually checked out a link on one of the videos or whatever were prioritizing any (laughs) orders from oregon yeah to try and get them their gun as fast as possible we we swear to ship it within a certain amount of time so that you get it before the end of the year so yeah that's they they were kate brown was sending state police out to rural Oregon to do just like to snoop around and see if anyone's out on a four wheeler carrying a firearm. That's and a good way to get killed. Shoot, shooting a deer when, you know, from a four wheeler or something like that on their own property, you know, it'd be the, yeah, it was, who wants to do that job? Hey, just, we'd like you to go just out and try and to- trying to start. Yeah. Trying to start a civil war. Basically. Yeah. I mean, you want to go out to rural Oregon in the Hills? No. Okay, but yeah. if it gets better, you'll be a cop. Okay, <laughs> but you have to stop other people from having guns. No, and like go on their property. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, I've got a feeling there was a lot of like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, I couldn't find anybody out yeah, there. It was a long day out there. That's the only was, thing that we have left. Like the the cops it's and just us. the refusing like, to refusing to follow terrible orders the police all know orders it's a a death sentence anyway like all right we need you to go round up the guns in texas like okay we'll be back in 10 minutes (laughs) yeah go 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 get them (laughs) yeah hey they they all lost them you you might want to use those f-15s if you're gonna try that but (laughs) welcome to texas anyway uh thanks for reading the uh, verse of the day it means i don't have to uh i did have something pulled aside what do i have I have like a verse let me just double check here oh i do want to read this uh dang it this is first thessalonians five no first thessalonians 23 is that right for some reason i can't read this Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, come on. Dial it in for next week. No, First Thessalonians 5.23. I was right. Okay. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. That ties into your, uh, your gospel stuff. It does indeed. Sanctification, uh, not possible through a... Trying hard. Skull and bones or Bohemian <laughs> Grove ceremony. Ah. That's, yeah. I also like this verse because it splits up the spirit, soul, and body. Something that you don't see or hear talked about enough. That they're three separate things. Well, buddy. It's another show in the books. I gotta figure out how to edit this thing and get it out. Yeah, we gotta... I gotta take that the Canadian pilot's name out of the beginning of the show, but I think that Canadian pilot gave us his name, but maybe it was anonymous. I will take it out anyway. He knows. Well, I is. just re- remember that particular information was 
Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be out of a abundance of caution. We are going to remove the name. So I'll go back and do that, get this show posted, and uh, try and get it out for for all the people out there. Uh, hopefully we'll get it out before No Agenda puts their show out tomorrow. So we'll everybody will know we weren't trying to, to scoop. Where well, we did, we were scooping. Yeah, we weren't copying when, when, stuff. When Adam Curry does a big rant about Joe Biden not knowing the gospel, you'll know he heard it here first. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. <laughs> or maybe we'll play some of the same clips. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway... But, uh, that tends to be we we seem to pull from the same same places. Yeah, so. I've noticed that too, which is why I try to get the show out before their show comes out, just in case. So, yep. anyway, thank you guys for uh, your support. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you much. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say-